0: Uh, welcome to the Sean Geek, <laughs> the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast. Done.
1: Well done. Okay, we're <laughs> gonna use that.
2: At that um that zoom recorder thing you that field recorder that's really because i've got a few things i want to try out with the petty podcast and some of it will be locations it'll be just too difficult to do it yeah here so i've been looking at options for that so i'm gonna i'll dig around with that this one's okay because
1: you can use it as your interface as well so you yep. be, like you can use it in the studio just to record right well so it's i wanted something that was a bit more multi could do a little bit of everything so yeah the, the only thing with this version of the zoom versus Todd's version of the zoom Todd has like actual microphones mounted on it yeah so this one you have oh to, nice you have to provide your own but yeah I mean you could have lapel mics and kind of make it work that way too
0: so yeah the uh, the zoom h1 was the very first one I bought and it's 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 like this big like it's not very but it's got yeah. XY microphones on it. it sounds great and if you turn it sensitive it really you know, high up. Yeah. I was watching little videos and stuff and someone actually had it on an anthill and you could hear the ants. Really? Holy shit balls. Yeah. It was wild. It was like, wow, (laughs) that picks up. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And the sound quality is really good. You can, you can record it MP3 or wave, I guess, but the newer ones now have a higher capacity. I think it was just a version one is one I had, so it wasn't uh didn't hold a whole lot. Yeah. Hello. Oh, there's the dog. Hey doggy. Come
2: here. Come here. Well, I can't remember which podcast I was into. They were talking about though is like, yeah, yeah storage has gotten a lot, of, a lot cheaper now, so you can get much higher storage. But then the bitrate just keeps going up, so you just keep filling it back, anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, how high of a bitrate do you need, really? Exactly. <laughs> it's the same with TVs,
2: man. Like, it's like, like you, the human eye can't perceive anything over 1080 anyway. So why do you keep? You can't tell the difference between, unless you're getting like a huge, huge screen. You don't need 4K. It's
0: crazy. I think it, I think it's more the re- the uh, the refresh rate. That, that's more important it's like yeah. especially if you watch youtube videos if you watch it in 60 frames per second versus 30 it's like smooth as glass like you yep. don't you
2: know but. it's a bit freaky sometimes too hey like with i remember like the first time you see those that that it's high too- hd thing it's like oh that's a bit it's a bit too real for tv i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um for sound level how loud
2: are my kids in the background can you Can't hear them? them at all can them. hear them awesome. yes Zoom does a good job of that, man. Filtering out, like I've had that conversation with a few people. It's the tech, the AI tech for doing that kind of stuff these days is just bananas, you know. Okay, Luna, 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 Luna. I have
1: uh, my breakfast is on the table, so. That's- oh yeah. But we get her on camera, so not 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 to break uh, the the jovial mood that we have. This this is going to be Luna's last weekend. Oh uh, no. Yeah, we're putting her down on Thursday. Her uh, her cushing's is caught up with her, so I guess by the oh time- man, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, she's the 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 original mascot of the show. Yeah. yeah how old yeah. is she? She's eleven. Yeah. But yeah. All her all her health stuff is caught up with her, and she's starting to get to the point where she's not feeling good. She can't get comfortable. Yeah. So there's a nice last smile there for because Todd wants to see her. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so to- Luna, Luna's actually, she she's proposed to Todd a bunch of times for marriage. <laughs>
3: and,
1: uh, she doesn't care that, you know, Don is in the picture. She's, you know, <laughs>
3: her way she, in.
0: she gets <laughs> on my lap and she gives Don to the stink eye. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Mine. <laughs> it's my, uh, my Todd,
2: my yeah. Todd. All right. Yeah, small small dogs do side eye very very well. I've noticed oh. better than big dogs. Right, they're just like it's just something yeah. about it's more malevolent or something. It's yeah. Oh, malevolent.
1: That is exactly it.
2: All right. Well,
1: we're letting her kind of have anything she wants lately. Yeah. good wise, so I am going to, I guess, give her some of my breakfast sandwich. I guess. <laughs> not here for me. All right. Okay.
2: <laughs>
3: All right.
1: That a Tim's breakfast sandwich too. Uh, it's McDonald's. Oh, okay. is uh, we don't like the Tim's coffee. Yeah. As much. But McDonald's coffee is Tim's coffee now. Oh, it's the same. Well,
2: same
0: well it used like... to be.
1: Well, yeah, when Tim's got bought out by that American corporation, they, um, they changed the recipe and then their old recipe was just there. So McDonald's, yeah. okay, well, they just bought it.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was the beans that they were getting. Oh, the beans are. Yeah, whatever. I don't. Yeah, yeah. The ones the Tim's have now. McDonald's, McDonald's has taken over. Are you happy? That's why I, Tim's tastes different <laughs> now. I've, I've been
2: like, see, the fifteen or sixteen years I've been caffeine free. I mean, I pop every now and again, but yeah, wow. I quit. A man like wow. that, you you know, the whole thing. I mean, addiction might be a bit of a strong word, but you do realize when you come off it that it is a dependency. Your body. Really gets used to needing caffeine because that week coming off it, man, was hell on earth. Like headaches, the shakes, feeling nauseous. But I was drinking like way too much as well. But it's just like holy shit. Yeah, I'm glad I got off this because my body clearly was. (laughs) This is not a good thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. So what what type of uh? So now when you wake up in the morning, are you kind of lethargic still, or are you energetic? Energetic or
2: your body get your body switches back. I think like I drink a lot of water, and so as long as I'm. Give myself enough lead time. Like I don't usually take call. I don't take work calls before sort of nine o'clock. So I don't give myself time to wind into the day. Um, But no, I've just. I think your body just sort of finds its baseline again. I think mine did. I think anyway. So
1: yeah. Yeah, I would. I I would agree. I I was coffee free until I met my wife, and then I was pretty much told that. Not optional. You're marrying a Portuguese. (laughs) You want to marry my daughter, my Portuguese daughter. (laughs) And you don't drink coffee no <laughs> you don't drink wine no oh yeah yeah yeah. okay we yeah. better tune you up <laughs> so <laughs> i had my first espresso and uh when i went to portugal the first time uh boy yeah. they every single coffee shop give them an espresso <laughs> used to be a man
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so- I'm, I'm, I'm i'm on my fifth one <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> drinking yeah. it. Yeah. I'm. I'm just gonna go for a quick run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I. I was. I was in great shape on on that first trip, before we went. I. I even like. Sylvia's like, you, you got to pretend before you go because, I'm. I get. I. I wouldn't say I'm a ginger, but I, I'm. I'm a freckly. Freckly. Right. Ginger. And. Um, and I, I, I pre, pre-planned or pre-gamed like for, for tanning and all that and went out there and I, I looked, you know, I actually looked good for the first time in my life. And then I came <laughs> back and I was like, I put on 12 pounds in, in those three
0: weeks I was there. Wow. Yeah. You Portuguese. look totally different, tanned yeah. and, and heavier. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, for some reason, the other thing Who's that happened, because
1: it's a Portuguese thing, I, I couldn't seem to button my shirts past my belly button. Like I couldn't <laughs> go any buttons. So I had the shirt open, just like all the Portuguese men, and I'm yeah. sweating with them, and and you know the. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you're,
1: just like,
0: you're just like one of the gang now. Oh, just was, fit yeah. right in,
1: <laughs> and I had a tan, so I was like, I didn't, I didn't look like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So, so I'm, I'm officially, according to Sylvie's dad, I'm now 51 percent Portuguese. I actually crossed that uh, that that mark there, so.
2: So you gotta get a go get a European passport. You know, get on that.
1: Oh, oh I am actually. That's why when we're going, I'm I, that's what I'm I'm gonna set up my own bank account out there, and I'm gonna open up like a small investment because you invest in the country, and your wife's already has dual. Then, um, you know, I'm in line to. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yep. And then now uh, we're looking at internet while we're out there, so I can okay, because they never sold their, they never sold their home. Right. When they when they got married, Sylvie's parents got married. They never like the house that he built with his own hands, because of course he did, because he does <laughs> that's what he does. They never sold the house and it's beautiful, and it's all concrete, like even the two by fours are all concrete, two by fours and stuff like that. Like that's how they build there. Wow. So it's a beautiful house. And so it's like I want to set up so I could work out there. So maybe in the summers I could work remotely from out there. Like wow. So that's that's kind of what we're doing. We're gonna suss that suss that stuff out. So for the <laughs> people at work that are listening to the show today, they're like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I'm still working. I'm just I'm over there. Working, yeah. I'd well, start I'm, it Well we're uh, remotely anyway now, right? So what is it? It well, doesn't matter where you are. Exactly. I'll start at two in the afternoon, work till ten, you know, and then still have the weekends and still have the mornings, right? Which is too hot in the afternoon anyway, out there. So
0: yeah.
2: Do they so, siesta the same as the Spanish or oh, yes, they do.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. So two to ten. What? So what time is it in Portugal? What's the time difference?
1: It's six hours from now. So I don't even know what time it is. Six now. hours. Yeah. God. Yeah. The guys sleep- are calling you from work. What are you doing? Sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. the two to is not bad because it the, it is really hot. Like it, especially in August. Yeah. Um, the last time we went, it was like the average daily temperature is about forty five.
2: Oh dear God.
1: Yeah, and it was and at night it would cool down to about like 22, 24 degrees.
2: Wow. Forty-five. Oh <laughs> yeah. my, that would I would just die. Yeah. It was people. It was you know, people ask Canadians how do you deal with the cold? Well, I'd I'd much rather have honestly would much rather have minus forty than plus forty. I just I don't know how I deal with that. And and the other thing is
1: I didn't know there's was gonna be a, a all Portugal episode, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> uh no air conditioning. Yeah, because only the rich people have air conditioning. That's kind of it's kind of a thing there, and well, no one has screens on their windows. So at night, when it, the temperature does drop, and you might might get a nice breeze, well, you open the windows, and all the bugs come in. Yeah. <laughs> some of them have like the not the fish nets or whatever they're calling the, the screens on their beds. Yeah. stuff because all the bugs come in at night, and those <laughs> nice are open. They come to warm up. Yeah. So
3: <laughs> oh, well so get like- call-
1: get there sorry she's pulling
0: pulling the cords out (laughs) Does a concrete structure keep the coolness in yes yeah big time
1: yeah it it, it has a whole different um thing like even the floors like you're walking on the floors and it's all concrete floors right it's not uh hardwood or anything like that no just so and it's it's cool like it's cool to touch that your feet actually get cold if you're barefoot, which you are most of the time, but it's, it's nice. Like their, their layout's good. Like you go in the backyard, you go pick a peach from the tree and have your breakfast and they grow their own, um, they don't grow their own grapes and stuff. So they make their own wine. And, but I mean, he bought that, like, that would be like four or wait 50 years ago. And he bought it for nothing. Cause real estate there is well, at the time, at least was way cheaper than here. And he bought a tract of land and he just built Took him took him a while to build it and he built it and then yeah you know there just wasn't a lot of work out there so he just moved here and and he was
2: working right away yeah he did well, good for himself I'm always super intimidated by those kinds of guys who like can build a house yeah it's like I, I don't have any of those skills like if the if the bomb goes up and we have to reset back to camp I'm I'm it's gonna be at least like a thousand years before anyone needs a database again. Well, like, I don't I'll, know what I'll, I'm going
1: to do. Like... Well, no, you know what you're going to do is you're going to go find, you're going to learn Portuguese and you're going to go seek out another survivor that's Portuguese. <laughs> and then uh, they will look after you. Okay. Yeah. We'll, and they'll we'll make, go. they'll make their own, their, their own uh, moonshine, which they call um, uh, aqua dent. That's okay. Their moonshine. They'll make you some aqua dent because it'll warm you up in the cold nights. <laughs> and, and the Apocalypse. And we'll, we'll follow Sean to Portugal there we go <laughs> and what the one thing the, the the portuguese men what they do and, and I'm, uh, I'm trying not to generalize too much but what they do is they make this aqua dent and it's like it's a clear liquid uh it's it's a little syrupy and it's just pur- pure ho- hooch and yeah. what what they'll do is they always try to hide it from the women right so they're so they'll oh they they put it in like a Seven Up bottle or a Sprite bottle or whatever and it's clear so it's like no 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 it's just a Seven Up uh, <laughs> no. and then but there was one one time I think it was Sylvie's sister she really she was hot and she's like oh god there's some Seven Up she grabbed it and started drinking oh no <laughs> she was a kid yeah let, let's just say Sylvie's dad getting a lot of trouble over that one wow <laughs> yeah but it's 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 pure like. Like they, they put just it, just ethanol. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put it in their their espresso. So they'll have like, you know, a little mini cup of espresso and they'll just put a little shot in there. Like, oh my God, their espresso. This yeah. would be for
2: Red Bull and vodka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's well, that? The Irish do a similar thing, right? With pachine. So it's sort of potato whiskey. Oh, or whatever. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, so it sounds like the same kind of deal where, you know, I remember going to the first time I was in Northern Ireland. You go to the bar with all the RUC guys, all the cops, and they say, hey, get some pachin. Well, this thing, like, it'll take the enamel off your teeth. It's just so strong that if you leave the cap off, yeah. the whole thing will evaporate within, like, two or three days. Wow. It's just, and you're putting <laughs> that in your, in your stomach. Oh, my God. And it's awful as well, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely <laughs> undrinkable. <laughs> it's just
1: to get you drunk. Yeah. So, yeah, so, we're yeah, we're going this summer. So,
2: very excited. Nice. So, Yeah. You're still the rest of Europe is—it's all cooler than Britain. That's the, that's <laughs> the first thing. Like, we, we Brexited and we got away from all the cool places because there's nothing cool Britain. Like it's all grey yeah. and bloody yeah. really raining, and and we get the opposite thing, right? So over there, there's no AC in the buildings. Same thing. There's no screens on the windows, but because it's all brick, it just retains that. Once it gets hot, it just retains all the heat. So you can't—you yep. just can't get cool. Like it's just it's like living in a furnace or a, like a pizza oven or something. It's brutal. Not that it gets that hot that often. But. Yeah, but.
1: Yeah, that's 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 on the bucket list is our background. Part of our background is Irish. Right. Kind of like to do. I actually like to do all the UK. Actually, maybe that's what Todd and I need to do. We want to go to Scotland. Right, Todd. And we're going to go down Rage Rage because they're we're were supposed to record with them today from Scotland. Like they're going to call in and they're not they're not good on the social media. So right. Haven't responded. Like we said, yeah, 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 we'll do it. We'll do it. That's what they said. And then it's like, oh, I guess, I don't know. So to keep contact with them. Yeah, but they're they're busy. They actually shut down the podcast. Like their podcast is my favorite podcast.
0: Yeah. yeah I think you are
1: talking about on the last episode of the one before you were yeah. talking about. It. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah. 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 It's just a Scottish version of uh, Sean Geek Fast fret. That's literally all it is. And we've ripped them <laughs> off. We purposely stole some of their topics. And then I'd send them a message that we stole your topic this week. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome.
2: Yeah, you find that though. In the in the indie podcasting thing, we're all doing that, right? Though we're well, all yeah. sort of it's like it's like the blues. We're just we're just borrowing. we it's homage, and we're just you know making sure. sure that the thing carries on. And yeah,
1: I mean look at Corey with with his show, like like but he like he just said, by the way, we stole everything from Pot of Thunder,
2: you know. <laughs>
3: no yeah, but, but I
2: think he, I think he, I don't know. I'm not. that Hopefully, none of the Pot of Thunder guys. But I think he proved it a little bit i think there's just oh, there's did. a couple of format points that make it I even agree. more interesting you know now i stole his format lock stock and completely just didn't yes. I was like, yeah that works <laughs> let's do that with queen like yeah yeah know. i we thought
1: i don't know if you heard the story um pod and i came up with the idea of doing a, a, track, a track a track a track an episode for van Halen right. some time ago but this came right after this came right after. So we had an episode where we we're talking movie soundtracks and, you know, we was like, Oh my God, uh, T2 and, uh, guns and roses, the guns and roses tune. And yeah. And then we would play like a little, like, let's just play a little clip. So people understand what song we're talking about. This is before we were punching in audio clips. Right. And then we did that. And then there was that, I think was it was ACDC Todd or something. Anyway, mm. it was all big bands. Like it was like the biggest yeah. bands, like, and it was Warner Brothers and BMG bands pretty much. Yeah. And then we played, you know, and it was like 30 seconds here, 30 seconds there. And at the time with the podcast host we had, it would auto create an episode on YouTube. So there would be like just a page of the logo and and yeah. auto uploaded to YouTube. So we posted the episode and the next day we get five cease and desists. Oh, it was heart. Heart was one. It was heart. Guns N' Roses, A C D C. Yeah. Um Berlin? Some... Oh. <laughs> Berlin. May- oh, maybe it was Berlin. <clears throat> um take I wonder which song. <laughs> uh, t- yeah. <laughs> exactly. I
3: remember searching for
1: then uh we we got that but that's because it's on youtube and youtube mm-hmm. and this algorithm thing where they you know they they catch snippets and then they you know give you a cease and desist and what i didn't yeah. realize at the time was well that's just how youtube works but yeah. but then i'm like pot of thunder had had their show for at that point like seven years or six or seven years at that point and it's kiss and kiss is <laughs> you, you might you might not have heard of them but they're kind of a big popular <laughs> band. They're doing their seventh end of the world. Yes. And um and I'm like, if they didn't get shut down, like what like I, I don't get it. So but yeah. we decided not to do it. And then Corey starts a show, and I'm like, fuck.
2: I should have just <laughs> did this fucking
1: thing. <laughs> I, went heard, this, I
2: went through the same thing though with like when I started the the Patty podcast. So I because I looked yeah, into all never, yeah, because you never p- play. I don't play, play it, that. and I was oh, like, dude, I have a question though. Yeah, go the little the little musical points in there is, is that that's just you playing, right? I'm assuming. That's that's my no, that's my friend Randy. I can't play guitar. I've I've got guitars. Okay. I just don't play very well. Okay. No, my mate Randy's is, who I do the Queen podcast with. He does all those things for me. So, oh okay. yeah, um, I, I almost like that yeah. in some ways. But anyway, go <laughs> on. no, so, I was just saying like because I, I looked at the look at copyright law and I thought, well, I don't want to get on the wrong side of that. And you sort of you know, when it's your one of your hero bands. You know, also don't want to sort of be disrespectful to the estate. Uh, yeah so that's why i made that decision but then i get on and yeah i'm listening to Corey. i'm like well these guys are playing yeah yeah i mean essentially the whole fucking song just oh yeah, kind of, I don't oh, know yeah there's there's definitely okay and the, and the kids can't hear you so <laughs> okay good okay so i was like well they're playing it so damn i should i could have done that but i actually ended up it's funny because i got a uh please don't do that from the petty estate about merchandise for the podcast because the, the merch is a logo, and I got permission from the guy who painted the artwork to use it for the logo for the podcast, uh, but I had that as that one, and the, but the petty estate, I, someone through their fan club uh, kind of organized manager said, yeah, they'd rather you didn't use Tom's name, or I was like, well, oh, yeah, no, okay, that's fine, but it's like, holy shit, like when you do this <laughs> tiny little indie podcast thing, and then someone from the band yeah. says don't do that, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, oh, that's all right, okay, no, I
0: won't. <laughs> so, Can you yeah. abbreviate it, and just put like TP?
2: I set it up to um, it's it's eight <laughs> ninety eight now, eight ninety eight rock and roll because so, eight ninety eight was the, well, I, we're getting into Tom Petty, which was not not the point, but in that's when right. they released the when they released the Hard Promises, the record label wanted to apply superstar pricing to it because obviously they're coming off the back of Damn the Torpedoes. that's a huge album, they know they can cash in on Petty, right? But Tom Petty's like, no, you're not doing that, like it's going to price people out. We're not doing that. So of course um, he did. Label, that. of course he and, did yeah, that. yeah, of course. And MCA said, well you know we're gonna we're gonna fight you on this and he said okay well then if you do that then i'm gonna call the record either 898 or don't buy this record like there's all these things he had all these ideas he had to say to get the message across that you shouldn't buy this record so and he ended up winning right so they, they kind of backed down and but of course then after that a year or two after that everyone's album price went up and and that's continued to do so ever since so oh, wait so what year what year would that have been then that was 81, 81 okay 80? 80 81 yeah Oh, wow and yeah you really blew, like after that
1: point like he blew up even more like yeah you
4: don't come around here no more you don't come around here no more whatever you're looking for
0: <clears throat> I listen to it uh not not something I would go buy like it's not the Van Halen to me is, is 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 I guess uh Kevin's version of of Tom Petty yeah uh, that's that's my that's my niche I guess you could say but yeah Tom Petty's fine yeah I, I think band, I think your band needs to cover Tom Petty Todd uh, I think actually we do one of their tunes. Actually. That's was, that's where I was leading. I was like,
3: I'm
1: yeah. sure a t- song. Let, let me guess. Uh, free? No, not free falling. It would have to be a rocker. Todd doesn't remember song titles at all. By the way, <laughs> no, nope. it, it's the song. You have to sing the whole G. thing. So can... that It's the one that starts in G. <laughs> oh, oh that one,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Oh, you go. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say the song and say, "Oh, that's not Tom Petty."
1: <laughs> or, or when, or when Dome would play. Okay, we're gonna do Descend or whatever, and it's like, which one's that one? It's the one that go da da, 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 da da Oh, that one. Yeah.
0: Well, it's the same thing. I've got a set list, and I have to put down what note I'm going to start on, or something. Right. Like just just so I know. Do I, okay, do I start in at the same time as everyone else, or do I kind just sit back and wait for you know to get queued in type of thing? So, yeah, I'm not good with. with- <laughs>
2: Was... oh man every, every time we go see go see dome live like the bass player always starts the song i don't It must be that's a super interesting creative choice no it's just to make sure that the guitarist knows what song they're
1: doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well even even is even it this Oli, one like even Oli didn't know the names of any of the songs because he's like i don't give a shit about the lyrics <laughs> you know, I don't. Know, like, all that matters is how awesome i am on drums like that's what his attitude always was right but alex drummers, eh? oh yeah well alex like alex like. It, it, really it was Al- Alex would come up with the riff he'd come in with the riff and like Todd'll agree like as as a creator of, of licks and stuff Alex always came out of completely out of left field wow like, yeah what the, like that doesn't even make sense and I, I remember Todd watching going I wouldn't have played it that way it's pretty <laughs> cool though but so Alex would come up with the riff and then he would talk to me and I would come up with like a, a vocal first not even a lyric but just like the, the melody. melody yeah and and there was always like a really concise like okay the 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 chords you're picking so this is this is this is a rocking song but there's an underlying undertone of something under there so and then we would he would we would i think this is how it worked out i think we'd have like a song title and we'd start with song title only and then it's like okay sean go right yeah so, so then, you do all the lyrics i did all the lyrics yeah yeah yeah. So then it would but the but the lyrics had to capture the the mood of the title. Cause we would actually we had a whiteboard. I don't know if you remember this, dog We'd have a whiteboard yep. on the wall yep. and we'd have the song title. And then we'd kind of break down what we were doing. And then I would have to try to like like the, we had one song called Pinprick. I'm like, what
4: the fuck am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> <Pinprick>. <laughs> like,
1: where the hell did that come up with? But Alex says, <laughs> yeah just say a name like that,
2: that that's what because that, that's the feeling he was getting when he came up the yeah. line, right and it's like oh god damn it like <laughs> i like that a- i made notes on the i mean that one that you know you don't always get a bass lead bridge no and that really trashy splash cymbal sounds like man. Yeah. that's pretty freaking cool i love that i love that splash he had it was just just fat just just sounds nasty though
1: right you know it's got that really Dirty, kind of, yeah. He hit hard. it hard too, man. Holy crap! <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, oh, he hit all his drums hard. It, it's the only drummer I've ever actually had to put uh, uh, earplugs. Oh, plugs really? In. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd be pretty much partially deaf by well, the time. Alex, Alex, would, Al, Alex, and I worked.
1: I think we worked together at that point. Yeah, I think we worked together at that point. So we would get the the free, um, um, the the high end earplugs, the ones that you could still talk. Yeah, we
2: you know we we always had earplugs for practice. The frequency filter things, yeah. Yep. Yep. I was talking to Randy about that. He said, you know, you, you, when you get to a certain age, like you know, let's just let's just all we pl- will go through the board. Let's all wear yeah. headphones. You yeah. can play the electronic drums. We don't need to be making too much noise here. This is you know... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Alex wrote pretty. Uh, he had a unique way of writing. See, when it, when we grew up with kitchen parties with cowboy chords, right? So you had three chords per song. Yeah. And you're playing uh, Johnny Cash and whatnot. And then when you grew up in the 80s, then it's like the 80s metal hair stuff. And then you, that's the type of style that you kind of, is, is your influence. So when it came to Dome and, and then playing with Alex, and Alex would come and up Taz with a guitar with the player,
1: keeping in mind. Like Todd's a guitar yeah. player playing bass and, yeah, sorry, sorry, go on.
0: Yeah, so, so there was a different element to to the way I was Plus I was playing with a pick with Dome. I don't play with the pick anymore, but, but just, you know, to try and keep up with the sound and the, and the grit and the, and the, yeah you know, I, I had to, <laughs> and the speed of it. So yeah, but the way Alex was writing was, was, was very unique and to, to, to try and find something in my style to match up with it. We had so many different influences. That's uh and that's kind of how it turned out. Well, that really comes through on that Kitchen
2: Sink album, right? Like, I was going to talk to you about that because the yeah. you can hear all loads of different influences. You know, when you yeah. want to get the CD through, you're thinking it's like Folsom Prison Blues. I've listened. <laughs> I've just listened to Dome and I'm going to get this. Is okay? This is going to be really cool.
3: I hear the train of coming, is
0: rolling round the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Bolson prison. Then time keeps dragging on. But the train keeps rolling down the
1: what, so he, <laughs> <you> on the
2: San and Nice My singing debut.
1: Was that you on drums, Sean? On
2: Bolson? On, on on, no, yeah. I, I did everything on Bolson. Because oh that time. that shuffle's not easy to man. Like as a drummer, I always appreciate when someone can play that snare shuffle. Oh, he's a, he's he, he. It's pre he programmed. He programmed. programmed. Oh, this, okay, fair this,
0: was, <laughs> this was through that drumming program. What was it called? Uh,
1: I have I have it too. Because I I'll, sometimes I'll use it as a um, just to, to save the save the tempo, and then I'll just go record
0: it myself. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I just I put that on Reaper. So I I listened to the song. I'd have it in the back. And I go, okay, well, so many parts here. And then it goes into the bridge and it goes in. So I wrote the whole thing with the drums first. Yeah. Then I grabbed the bass and then I put the bass line over top of it. And then I grabbed my telly and then I did the telly portion over it. And then I did the singing after at at the very end. So, yeah. So it was, it was pretty much all homemade except for the drum part, but
1: yeah. Yeah. So not bad, not bad for first time vocal, I think. First time? First time, Todd's first time. I'm not not a singer.
2: (laughs) Well, I can film me, man. It sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, thank we, you. <laughs> we, played it, we played it for mom. I remember you sent it to mom. Yeah. I like, Oh my God, <laughs> your brother can sing too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, like- yeah. I can't walk and chew and play and chew gum at the same time. though that's a problem. Like even with our band playing bass yeah. where you don't have to think as much as when you're playing the guitar because you got less, you know, chords and stuff to deal with. So. I, I would be able to sing more if I was you know playing the bass but still I can't I can't do that
2: I can't do it either I can't syncopate it I can't get my hands on my voice I can do it on you know yeah I'm a drummer I can get different parts doing different things but the voice thing if it unless it's a straight four on the floor I am screwed I can't do it oh, wait can you sing and play drums then you know what I don't i I can sing along but I, and I've never tried it like in a pressure situation where I actually have to keep good time so I don't know
1: <laughs> i I couldn't do it, but then there was one band, our, our old band, Classic Embers, right? That Todd and I were in with my dad, with our with our dad. Okay. And uh, I was the singer in that band, and then we had a drummer, Dick, and he was the, the, the you know the drummer. But occasionally, Dick, well, I gotta go on business or whatever, right? So the, there was one time, so I'm singing, Todd's guitar, Dad's bass, Bane is rhythm guitar, and we had that other Dave guy on acoustic. Dave
0: was. Yeah. I think it was Dave. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we you know we're 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 practicing and then Dick can't show up. So then my dad's like, oh, Dick's not here to play drums. Sean will play drums. He's like, well, who's gonna sing? Oh, you're gonna sing. <laughs> so you know, oh we'll just move the microphone
0: behind the kit there and then you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Just need the harmonica <laughs> and the uh chest yeah. expander and the and the little cymbals between your knees.
1: <laughs> so, One
0: man band. So that
1: yeah, that's how mm. I learned. And then um when classic embers we had uh there was a big uh I don't know. I don't know if I should say this on, on air, but let's just say that there was a parting of ways with my dad and, and classic embers. And then Todd followed right after. Cause you know, dad's not there with. Actually, I think I was going first. Were you going first? Oh, you were was, yeah. first. Yeah. And then that I had young, I young kids and it just got to be too much, yeah. but I stayed because I was kind of having fun. So then I beat, I just became the drummer and then, uh, they brought Roger in to sing. And, uh,
2: How old were you guys back then? Like, how old would you have been when you were in that band? Okay, yeah, right. I think yeah, would have been thirties. Well, you're well, yeah. I was probably thirties.
1: Yeah, and then um, so I would I was drumming, and uh, I I I sang like on lead on a couple songs or something like we let Roger sing, which was a huge mistake. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying I'm a great singer by by any stretch of the imagination, but Roger was god awful. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, Roger, if you're listening, you're probably not. Cause I don't think you liked me, but, um, uh, it, it was, it was, it was bad. So, uh, so the, so the ones that I got to sing was, uh, I used to do a head by a century on the drums and vocal. Oh, wow. Okay. Really hard. Yeah. Because the the beat on that song? I don't, I don't know how familiar you are with that song. It's yeah. not normal, traditional. It It's that drummer thing. Oh, I'm just going to do something different. Very very difficult, and then uh, New Orleans is sinking. I did b- do double duty on that. Jeez Louise! Yeah. So <laughs> but the, the funny, I, I don't know why I'm going into stories about club, <laughs> Why not? Because that's what we do here. It's Albuquerque time.
4: Mm. Say you know, I knew I should have made a left turn at Albuquerque.
1: But uh, <laughs> there was there was one show, so that we, they were so they brought a different bass player in. So it wasn't my dad, and it was this other guy. I can't remember his name, but holy shit, was this guy good! And by good, I mean he was playing rock songs because it was easy. Like, oh, oh yeah, you know, this is a weekend thing for me, he'll come in and, and he didn't practice nothing. He just came in, just started playing. He was fine, but his background was all kinds of music. He played everything. This guy was amazing. I wish I could remember his name, but um, but he he, he grew up on funk. And jazz and that sort of stuff. And, I mean, I did grow up on that stuff, but I, I like playing that stuff. So, yeah, we're playing Lying Eyes by the Eagles, right? And it is the longest song in the history of man. It's, it's, when you're playing it on stage, it is the longest <laughs> song. And, um, and me and the bass player are looking at each other like, okay, this is a song where we could actually leave the stage and no one would notice the bass player. <laughs> so, we're like, okay, whatever. So, we're, we're playing... We're 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 at the the eleventh verse in the song.
0: Is this li- is this practice or is this? Oh no, this somewhere? is live. This is live. Okay. This is in, uh, okay. uh,
1: <laughs> in uh, Ontario. We played Ontario. Uh, I can't remember the place. Anyway. You guys traveled? Place- no, it was the place we played before. Remember, <laughs> we played before. They rented a cabin for us. What, for the weekend? It was oh, at the lake. At the lake. Okay,
0: is that Ontario, yeah. East- uh,
1: it eastern uh, Manitoba, somewhere. Or there's, it's there's Manitoba. Manitoba. anyway so we we went we returned the following year to play there and then uh it was a shit show like when we went and played with dad and todd the first night nobody was there and the second night the the like the five people that showed up i guess they told everyone in town and the second (laughs) and it was awesome like the dance floor we have a couple of videos of it but it was awesome and it was like. Everyone's like, "Holy, you know, they really liked us. They thought we were really good." So when we came back the next year without Todd and Dad, everyone was like, "Oh my God, they're back!" You know, it was like a year later or something. So uh, everyone came out for that opening night, and they were like, "I thought it was the classic Embers. Like, this isn't the classic Embers." Because it was it was absolute shit. It was it was really really (laughs) bad. And and I remember between sets, I'd go in the crowd going. I don't know who these fucking posers are, but that's not, that's not. <laughs> <they> are, <laughs> and, and it was like, so the bass player and I were like, well, this is embarrassing. And the other guys were just like totally oblivious. Like, Oh my God, it's such a good turnout. Yeah. It's a turn, yeah. But everyone's fucking booing. So anyway, so on, on the 11th, <laughs> on the 11th verse of lying eyes, um, I look, I look, uh, wait, uh, no, he was, he was over this way. I'm looking over this one, and I'm playing, and I'm trying to get his attention. You know, splash! Psh, hey, <laughs> and he looks at me, and I'm like, and he's like, so then, so, so I I break into um "Cold Sweat" by James Brown, <laughs> uh, and he's right in there. Like he is like, it was like it was almost as good as when I play with Todd, right? Where I can change change gears, and Todd's like, oh, I'm I'm right there, or, or Todd changes gears, and I'm right there. And we start doing the cold, the cold sweat rhythm section for lying (laughs) eyes. Brilliant. Awesome. And the crowd stopped finally like, okay, now we're getting something interesting, right? Yeah. Singer turns around and he's going to hate me for saying this out loud, but I don't care. He, he, he turns around, but his mic is still like, (laughs) he literally went like this. So he's still in the mic and he goes,
4: play the fucking
3: song. (laughs)
1: the whole crowd hears it and then we we played in a another bar or two or whatever and just and then we we switched off and then he was so mad he gave us so much shit after because this is a guy who doesn't improvise ever he doesn't know how to improvise yeah and that's a totally different skill right yeah but but it's it's the thing you have to be able to read the crowd when you're playing if the crowd's not into it don't just keep fucking going like do something yeah you got to get the crowd like you don't just go up I know we were a cover band, fine, but you don't just go up and just play the song.
2: Well, just, exactly, yeah, just because then you can just stay home and listen to the record. I, I've never exactly. understood. That. I just put it on the jukebox at that point, right? But I got to. So first of all, like I, on that, on that, um, the, the improvisation thing. My friend Randy is putting his old cover band back together, mm. and was auditioning bass players. He said he brought this guy in, super nice guy, good player, but just couldn't couldn't draw outside the line, couldn't color outside the lines, right? So when they'd sort of just switch, he'd be what. He'd carry on playing the part that he had rehearsed. Yeah. I said, like, Well, no, you got to be able to listen to what the rest of the band is doing because yeah. that's what live music is, it's right? Yeah. But I got to tell you, man, way, way years and years ago, like probably, I don't know, 1980, 81, my dad was in two bands when I was growing up, two cover bands. And they were a pretty big draw around town. They were a pretty decent cover band. And they used where, to do Line Ice. Where is this? this? is in Wigan, England. So Northwest yeah. England, just between Manchester and Liverpool. Yeah. Hotbed of music. Um, and so they used to do Line Ice. It <laughs> like I said it's a six, it's a six and a half, six, six forty-five, six yeah. and a half-minute song. It's a long song. Oh, wow, so this is good. This is really good. Okay. But they get this 19-year-old drummer in to replace the drummer because the drummer leaves. Well, this kid's nervous as hell. They got through Lion Eyes in four and a half minutes. And there was a, there's a tape of this. It's like double time. It's, it's like a punk rock. Version. And they're all like trying, Jesus, we can't keep up with this. Like after like're after so like, dude, you've really got to slow down because we just can't compete with this. <laughs> but what they used to do too is like with the old drummer, my dad said the thing that they do on stage to keep themselves interested, the, the, the two guitarists would just keep turning the amps up slightly. So the drummer had to keep hitting the drums harder. And by the end of the set, like they're on 11, and he's just <laughs> wailing on It's not funny anymore, guys. Will you stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's good. That's a normal thing, I think.
2: <laughs> so, so
0: the
1: Eagles wrote one of, possibly one of the worst songs of all time for other bands <laughs> to cover. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would, I'd do like little fills and stuff. Like, I got to do something here. This is so fucking yeah. boring.
3: <laughs> it's a well, good if song,
1: but... I don't know. Yeah.
0: If you're playing and the you know someone drops a pick or uh the, the singer has to cough or something and then they lose their place, yeah. You have to be able to improvise and go, okay, we're just gonna run through this again. Okay, and then start. But if but if you're really rigid in in how you've practiced is okay, well, this there's so many bars, and then there's so many bars, and then you know, and if you're you're doing it that way, then yeah, then you're totally lost. And then it's like, oh, what note is he playing? Oh, where is he at now? Yeah. And then the you know the bass player is probably panicking
1: (laughs) i wonder (laughs) so uh, i i I have a question if there's any drummers listening and if you're if you're in a cover band and you play lying eyes did any of you have a um it's not digital delay todd what's it called where you can um what ed sheeran uses all the time where you you play the lick that loop thing yeah has any drummer out there ever bought a loop pedal for the drums, <laughs> played the first verse, and then walked away to go to the washroom? Because you literally could, like, if you get the first verse in the chorus end,
3: uh
1: it like I know Don Henley is an American institution and he is an amazing drummer. Yeah.
2: But I don't think so. But, I mean, Eagles wrote some, ah, they wrote some Pablum, right? I mean, oh, God,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: but yeah. it's that, it was, I was listening to, uh, I was talking to a guy, Jeff Slate, on one of the pods, and, and he was saying, like, he, we were talking about like the death of like mainstream rock or whatever. And he said, it was Eagles, man. Like, they came in and they literally put that band together to make money. Like, oh, it wasn't but, yeah. a band that sort of organically came up, right? It was, it was just, well, we need to hit the charts with a certain sound. We need
1: to but, leverage the country's getting a bit
3: rocky now. And, but you it know. was
1: originally, I think, like, the original. When they were more countrified and stuff, and they came off of whoever they were playing for a camera—not Tanya Tucker—it was, um... anyway. They're they, were, they were... it was Fry and and Henley that were backing. My God, who the hell it was? And that's how they get their deal as the Eagles. But yeah, back then they were actually writing some music. But then they're like, okay, let's shift gears and let's commercialize.
2: Yeah, like oh, go on. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut in there. Oh no, no, that's 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 exactly where I was going with it. Yeah, so summarize briefly but then the they're like are, oh yeah man they're, I mean as a band as musicians seven, they're great. Oh yeah. Seven bridges like rolled Fel, Felder off. got Felder got fucked though like
1: oh yeah. I mean, we don't like the way you play anymore. We're going to bring in the hotshot guitarist, alcoholic, drug adult, <laughs> you know, um uh Bo Cephas, call him Bo Cephas, guy in like the crazy fucker. Yeah. Bring that guy in it's like, "Hey, if we have we we have a muppet on the stage with us." we can bring in that other additional audience right like and it was so calculated
2: yeah you gotta love joe walsh though right oh he's amazing do you ever listen to this so the, the, when the eagles released that huge box set of like all the the outtakes and all that kind of stuff there's a brilliant bit in um one of the studio sessions where he's basically i can't remember which song it is but he's brought this song in and he said yeah hey, i'm gonna pop pl- pl- i wrote this song guys listen to this and one of them shout i think it's henley says oh is it any?" e you know, and he says, Hey, I made a lot of money in E.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we used to play Rocky Mountain Way, God, every day. Great track, man. Yeah. Such yeah. a great track. And he was the real deal. Like, James Gang was great. Like, James you know, he was a, James, he was the real deal, man. He was a real musician oh, yeah, and still, but yeah, absolutely batshit crazy. I, Punk I'm, 49. I'm... What's that? Oh, Funk, Funk 49? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Um, my favorite track off Hotel California is actually his. And that's just to be contrarian. Like, Which one? I can't Three remember. Pretty Maids all in a row. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a Joe Walsh song. And it's, it's, a really good one. It's, it's, odd, it's weird. It's different. It's experimental. Like, I don't even know, like, is there even a chorus in that song? It's just, like, him playing and just... It just feels, like, kind of real, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's not... You can tell he didn't write. Okay, I'm going to write a hit single. No, he just here's my here's my song, guys.
0: You know, yeah. It's a laying down with your headphones on type of type of song. You just kind of just immerse yourself.
2: Was well, that so hard too? Like I don't those guys down in Nashville or like the, the pop hit factories to sit down. Like, have you guys ever sat down and thought, I'm going to write a song today? Because really, usually it's just got to the idea just comes right, and then you got to be ready for the idea, and either you know. You sing it into your phone or you just sit down and actually play something. But I've never like any time I've thought, oh, yeah, I've got a bit of free time. To, I should sit down and try and write
0: something. Nah, not happening. I, I did that once. Did yeah. You? That was flying. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, OK. I, I said, OK, how do you write a song? Because the, the, every structure is different. I mean, the jazz song will write it a certain way. A rock song will be a certain way. So I went and I went, okay, well, what's the meat and potatoes of a song? Okay. Well, you got the, the intro, you get the chorus, you get the break, uh, break, you know, just, just how it's all structured and I went, okay, well, I'll do this part here and I'll do this part here and then I'll, this part will be here. And then, and then I did it and it was like, okay, there we go. There was the song. <laughs> That's so, so cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, I've never sat down and done it that way. It's like, oh shit, there's a riff. And like, <laughs> I'll, I'll be right yeah. back and I'm singing the riff in, in my phone or, or, or whatever. Like, but I, but it's weird though. Oh god! The dog just left a really interesting smell.
2: Actually,
3: I'm going <laughs> to
1: pause for a second. I think she's got to go.
3: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> An interruption in the podcast.
0: <laughs> M- must be the sandwich. There's <laughs> eggs in it or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah, flying's great, man. Because I'm, I, I love Satri- <laughs> I love Satriani, and that's that's where I sort of that, that that's what it puts me in mind of that song because it's got that really nice melodic lead guitar. Oh, but the rhythm section is kind of interesting. Where it, I was just like, you know, all the shredders. I'm not really a, a metal guy, and I'm not really a shreddy guitar kind of guy. But so I love Steve Vai, and I think he's just one of the coolest, most genuinely brilliant people on the planet. And he's probably a better guitarist than Satriani by this point. But I always like Satriani's ear for melody well, because it's just they're just way more melodic his tunes. Right? You could you could imagine those being melody lines being sung in a lot of his in a, in a lot of his songs. So I was kind of yeah. gravitate
0: towards that. So flying always that's what it reminds me of. Well, For the Love of God, when I listened to that one, oh. that one, that that's another one where you can kind of just lay back, put your headphones on, and just get lost on the song. Yeah. That's, that's uh, yeah. There's he some awesome ratings, both of them. Both yeah, Satch sure. and, and Vi. But surfing with the Alien Man, like, that went,
2: that hit. The, I mean, that was top 10, right? I think in the US. It went, it went one or two times platinum, so. For, for an instrumental, an instrumental yeah. rock guitar album is really
0: unusual. Yeah, such, I, I had Satch Boogie on my on my uh, telephone uh, answering machine. Oh my! That, that, I that, I, I, that, I, pl- I played it, and then I had it. You no, know, the little you cassette played. tapes. Yeah. I played it, and I was that was kind of the beginning of my answering machine. It would come on and I'd say, "Hi, I'm not here right now," but did <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever... do the dive bomb? That that ridiculous, horrendous oh, dive yeah. bomb where he sounds like he's strangling yeah. his guitar to death. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, unreal. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. A,
3: Todd, I Todd, Todd, still Todd have then. it
0: somewhere. <laughs> Definitely dive bombed. Yeah. I remember, like,
1: we, I was, oh God, it was like, I don't know how old I was. It was grade nine or grade 10 or whatever. And uh, Todd's band, uh, Todd Todd doesn't even remember what his band was called, but they were called My Toma or Overload, Overload I think it was. Overload, yeah. And they were you know, they just play the school, you know, like whatever, what they call it, uh, not Tatakak would what they called it. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> It was a French word, but I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, it was basically like sound box or I can't, I can't remember. But anyway, so Todd's band would play and they never had a singer because there was never a singer. Like, so they're right. Okay. What bands have instrumentals? <laughs> so they'd play a rush. But anyway, so Todd, Todd's behind <laughs> the curtain before the curtain's going to open. And then Todd's behind there doing horse whinies out of the guitar and <laughs> elephant sounds and and they're like what the hell everyone's
0: like what the <laughs> hell is that
1: like just wait just wait like you know, that's my brother i remember that
0: i don't know if you remember that's awesome yeah yeah we were playing was it roy orberson's uh pretty woman mm-hmm. and then during the break i, I was doing the uh, eruption oh, <laughs> yeah. it fit in it, yeah it, uh, just the way it kind of just par- a part of it not the whole thing but no, was well, is is, those it, were the good old days. Is is a question for you then?
2: To, well, both of you, Todd, but Todd is there's the guitarist. Like, is I'm the one, the single best hard rock guitar part that's ever been played by anyone. See. Big question, I know, but I've listened to that isolated guitar track on YouTube at least once. Now a you week, were mentioning that, and it I'm, blows my I'm, mind every single time I listen to it.
0: I'm the one. Yeah. Oh, you don't know the song, of course, you don't know song titles. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Hang on. I'll I'll actually bring it up here.
0: Yeah. It, it, it sounds super familiar. And um, as soon as I hear it, I'll go, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's
2: the one? I'm the <laughs> one. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. ding
2: listening. You ding, 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 ding. Can't, can't hum it right. It's just, but it's got that really specific Eddie Van Halen shuffle to it. And you can tell when you listen to the isolated guitar track that it's one take.
0: That was no, one. If, of my, I, I think if it's the same one I'm thinking of, yeah. I I, I tried doing that. I was able to to get part way through the song, learning it, and then I just kind of gave up on it. But. <laughs>
2: It's almost like a solo all the way through because his rhythm part's so interesting. And I always talk about you know with his timing, it was his meter was so unbelievable that when he comes out of that solo and hits back into that riff, it's just perfect. Like most guys, you're gonna have to get punched in on that because it's just it's ridiculous, but he's so good. Yeah, he's well, a different he's, level, that boy. I mean,
0: well, he's playing the, the he's playing lead and rhythm. So he's he's very like to transition from one to the other is just seamless. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What a shitty bass player Mike Anthony is, eh? Oh, dreadful! I mean, and, and oh, Alex, Van and Alex
2: Van Halen, Alex I Van Halen with the worst rhythm section in rock, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, bow, 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 bow. This is so good. He yeah, doesn't he does not get enough credit. No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah, well, I didn't even realize. I didn't realize that was a thing until I started listening to the yeah. to the Corey's podcast. That people don't rate Alex Van Halen as a drummer. No, like, oh, I just always thought everyone knew that he, the guy was a badass. Well, okay. <laughs> Uh, hey, if you're a drummer and you've ever tried to play Alex Van
1: Halen, yeah. then you know different. You definitely know different cuz yeah, he's yeah, he's next level. Like I remember like what when when I was playing my own like when I was playing drums, when I started playing drums and Todd had, was a virtuoso by that point and then if Todd was ever kind enough <laughs> to let me play with him, um to, you know I'm like, "What, what do you want to play? What do you want to play?" Yeah. He's like, "Oh, let's do you want to play Hot for Teacher?" whatever like and uh, you know
3: <laughs>
2: your little I remote think,
0: kit. i think i think i was deliberately picking on little brother
2: yeah <laughs> probably
3: <laughs>
0: oh you want to play with your big brother huh play some tom sawyer let's
1: yeah 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 it was yeah it was either uh, do you know anything easy yeah let's play yyz oh, fuck you <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mind. Like, like, you know, when you start writing songs, like you say, you get a riff and you can play around that. But to compose some of those things that are so complex and they got so many different movements, I don't get. You, I don't even get where that comes from, man. Because like, there must be like six different ideas all sort of glued together, or they're just on a different level where they're writing like, like a Rush classical musician, or yeah,
1: because yeah, because with 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 Neil, I think he was right. Like, he didn't. Like, does he ever play the same beat? twice in any songs like he's actually he's actually composing he's not just you know if like not not to jump on acdc but and he's a good he's a very good drummer but there's like two beats that he plays right through all the songs so but he's never just coming in and okay i'm just gonna do this you know like he's always writing sections like he's he 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 must read sheet music i I was thinking and he's probably style yeah you know, r- writing the stuff out
0: because it's just so complex. Well, you get the guys like Johnny Cash and the, the you know, the Cowboy chords, right? These guys have probably yeah. never taken a music lesson in their life. Right. So they've, they've just taken, picked up the guitar, started singing and, yeah. and that was it. When, when you get to these jazz players or you get these people that are, go to MIT and, and uh, you know, it, it just blows your mind. I mean, even YouTube yeah. now, you, you'll see a six-year-old, you know, playing something and you look at it and you just like you just want to take your guitar and go. Okay, that's it. I'm not, <laughs> this. I can't. You know, compared to you know to these guys, but uh, I think writing. I I regret in a way not taking music lessons with theory and stuff because I think that's where that all comes from. Yeah. Because especially Rush. I mean, uh, when I listened to Rush, it was like, oh my god, how did they come up with this? Like this. This is this awesome. And for me to sit down and you're used to, you know, cowboy chords and that's all you know. So it's whatever you're taught. So if you go to music school and you you get all these different influences or or however they teach it, at least the theory part and this wheel of fifths and stuff, and it's like things that I'm totally oblivious of, I've just, I just kind of play by feel and by ear. So to have that knowledge under your belt, to be able to, to write some of these songs, I'm sure that's, that's where a lot of that comes from. Yeah. It's
2: mathematical, right? It becomes that sort of really sort of okay, well, we have to go to this chord really here. Yeah. To make that transition. But yeah. Or- I, know, like, Phil, like, I was thinking too like you're talking about ACDC, like Phil yeah. Rudd. Yeah. I think Phil Rudd's Tom Toms. I think are in the same shape now as when he bought him because I don't think he. I think he uses them on one. There's one Tom Phil on one song, maybe. Yeah, 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 exactly. But he's not there for that. right? He's just there for the backbeat. Just keep the backbeat going. You have got Angus Young. You don't need anyone else messing around in the back.
1: I don't call them Toms. I call them knots because I
2: not <laughs> hit them at all. You know? <laughs> and just just out of curiosity, what, what 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 accent was that? I'm just I'm I trying to know. pin it down. <laughs>
1: And whenever I do accents, I always end up sounding German or Russian. (laughs) Um, I I don't think I shared this with Kevin. I I sent this to Todd. There was this guitar player that Vi was talking about, uh, and it's kind of in the news everywhere. Um, I mean, I I recently saw uh, a video of... uh,
4: Matthias Mancusa is his name, and I was pretty stunned. I mean, the evolution of the guitar is uh, firmly secure in the hands of people like him and Daniel Guitardo and these kinds of players that that it's just new level. You know, the tone, the touch, the notes. They're very clean players. No slop. (laughs) And there's many others.
2: Well, you sent the clip to me. Oh, I did. It's weird where he's... When he's picking... It's almost like he's coming at the string at a forty-five degree angle or something, which is going to change the attack on the note, right? You would yep. think so. It's super weird the way he plays. I couldn't really wrap my head. So I, on the...
1: I watched that one video and I'm like, oh, holy shit! Like this guy's really good. Yeah. But then after, because I thought, oh, it's, he's just got this one style that he's doing, right? That, that's that's what I thought yep. it was. It's just he's got the one style that he's doing, and 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 that's it. But then I watched a whole bunch of other clips. And that's just one of many styles that he's in, that
2: he's invented for the way that he plays. You find with some of those guys too, though. That like a lot of those guys, you think, okay, well, you can write a great instrumental. Can you write a good song? You know what I mean? They're like, cause that's where I, go, I always go back to Satriani and even Vi with that stuff that you, they wrote really good songs. They had melody. They had a they had a Brit. You know what I mean? With some of those these these super super technical guys, even like Malmsteen, right? Where you think, well. No one's going to really be humming that. You can't put it on the radio, which maybe isn't a great arbiter of a good song. But yeah,
0: they they almost play the singer with the guitars because yeah. half the time they don't need one. It's just just the way that they they play.
1: Yeah. Well, especially with Saturday, like you were saying earlier, like he's he's writing a vocal melody. It's just on guitar. Did you, has, has, Have you ever seen Joe play? Alive? No, my brother has. I haven't. I cried. <laughs> I cried. I was not the only one. There was a bunch. So this was at La Ronde in Montreal. And it was, it was kind of like uh, the acts in Winnipeg where, you know, you, you pay, you pay to get into whatever. It's like 30 bucks to get in for the day and you get to go watch live music, too. And Joe was playing. Wow. And this was off of. um, How was it called? Flying. Flying balloon Dream. Yeah. Is that? Uh, yeah. The one with the where he's singing uh, on like yeah. tracks on the album. So he was just, that had just come out and, um, and he was playing, Stu Ham was on base. Like, like, come on. <laughs> anyway, he's playing and I, I wasn't super familiar at that point. Like I'd heard, I had, I, I mean, I did have surfing with the alien, but I wasn't like, I didn't have anything beyond that. And, uh and there's me and a whole bunch of guys you know they've got their vests on with metallica on the back and mega yeah. and you've got all these you know the, these bra- these bracelets with all the studs on it and like all these big burly like biker looking guys and it's all of us in the audience and then he broke into um uh, always with you always with me the song he wrote for his dad Yeah. Mm-hmm. playing and it's the solo where he's just and and i swear to god like i just started bawling it was just so absolutely fucking beautiful and i look over and all these big guys everyone's crying (laughs) and all the women are looking at the men going like there was like five women in the audience and they're all like
0: what is up with these men It's a mystery frequency or something that's coming through. (laughs) (laughs) Scooby Doo is going to show up in the mystery van here and try and figure (laughs) out what the hell's going on.
1: But that's why saturated, and he's like just such a, like he's not just a shredder at all, at all. But he even buys
0: Passion Warfare, like his album. Like you listen to that, and it's like, yeah, like I, I get teary eyed in some of the songs, and it's like, why? Like what 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 is it about his music that does that? It's just it just grabs you by the
2: soul. And that's, that's the that's the part that you can't explain with music, right? And I always yeah. go back to, that's why some people like certain bands and you go, really? Those guys, why? Like, well, I don't get, but it's that connection that, it's just that intangible thing that there's something there that pulls my heartstrings every single time.
1: But, but I think the other thing too, is uh, like, because I have two kids and their musical tastes are like way, way different. Uh, Abby's the, uh, the 103 or 106, which is the two, super poppy radio stations here where you know it's ariana grande and yeah. and um Bruin five <laughs> <laughs> and um adam levine used to be an amazing songwriter an amazing guitar player a pro rock guy a pro musician yeah. guy a pro band guy and then everyone got into his ears you're beautiful man you're beautiful like those other two guys look like Muppets, you know, they didn't care. Damn. And then it came the Adam Levine show and he's, he believed his own hype. And it's, it's unfortunate because he actually is talented, but he decided to let's play to the algorithm.
2: Like, this is what gets you on radio. You don't actually have to be good. And that's, what's frustrating about like, for me anyways, like about people like Beyonce too, where you think this woman's got one of the great voices, one of the all time great voices, but I just can't connect with any of that music. Cause it's just, I just find it boring. Like it's all synthetic and it sounds like everything else. And it's meant to be that way because it's got to be commercial. I get that, but it's like, you could be doing a You could be doing jazz. You could be doing blues. You could be doing real soul. You could do anything you want with that voice. And you just, it's like putting, you know, 15 inch platinum rims on a wheelie bin. Just, I I don't get the point. (laughs) 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 That's exactly, that's the, that's the proper analogy. That's exactly (laughs) it.
1: You're putting these, yeah, you're putting great tires on a, on a wheelie bin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, there's your next T-shirt. That there's your next T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do that. You you got and, and hey, I, I know I know you're doing designs for for Corey all the time. But do designs for yourself. You should sell them yourself and put them on your own t public page.
3: Like honestly.
1: Um, but um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, whatever.
0: I just why did we come here today?
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, well, we're gonna play. We're gonna play this Matteo Mancuso thing here.
2: Yeah, I gotta cool. got tell you, I gotta tell you too. But while you're sharing that, the, the whole left turn Albuquerque thing, yeah, just ma- it makes my heart sing every time here because that I remember that as a kid, right? Because first of all, like being from England, like Albuquerque is just a s- stupid name for anything. Like it's just a weird <laughs> word. Yeah. And then with that big sort of Brooklyn accent with the bugs, but for some reason, a rabbit has a Brooklyn accent. Like it's just yeah. it's so. Cool. I always loved it. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: I, <Albuquerque.
1: laughs> Yeah, now we just we just call it doing an Albuquerque, yeah. and it's yeah. so true. But I mean. Uh, I, I can't remember you you may have replied on this Kevin I can't remember but um uh someone someone posted something on 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 Twitter talking about okay what what makes a great podcast uh, and they were talking about preambles at the beginning of a podcast right where yeah people s- sell their merch uh this is what's going on this week and then there's a preamble and then they go into the topic like the topic right yeah and then I'm like, oh shit, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do any of that stuff. So I replied on this late. So this one lady, she said, oh, I hate preamble. Like, just get into the topic. I don't really care about what you guys are doing in your day to day, or whatever it was like. I don't really care. Like, just yeah. make general, not about us, but just in comment. Like, I I hate podcasts I don't get to the point. And then I commented, I guess. Well, I guess after seven years, we're gonna call it quits because. We've never, ever gotten to the, (laughs) I guess it's time to hang up. I guess, you know, we're seven years in, obviously we don't know what we're doing. Maybe we should just quit now. And then, um, one of the, I can't remember who replied podcast overlord or or one of those people that promote podcasts all the time. And like, this is the absolutely the correct answer. Don't stop what you're doing. Or I can't remember. So they said something like along those lines, but it's true. It's like, if something is scripted to the point that okay oh we're five minutes in but like todd had a great point right and todd's going off on this point and he's very uh electric about it and he's he's, he's really pushing the point and he's you know and it's really really good but todd we're six minutes in at five minutes <laughs> we're supposed to go on to the next topic and i just cut todd
2: off is that better podcasting <laughs> of course it's not <laughs> you know said, if, if the, the guitarist if the guitarist ripping a solo and he wants to go a few extra bars don't yes. just come back in yeah like, you know,
1: but okay, it play on the
2: radio because you have
1: three, three minutes, <laughs> yeah that's enough you get three minutes and 28 seconds on the radio <laughs> you can't play an extra bar let's just take yeah. the guitar out let's remix this single by van halen we'll just take all the guitar we'll just replace it all with keyboards yeah let's do yeah. that yeah
2: you know. But it's the charm, it's the charm of this podcast, me, because it is just like you're literally just it's just eavesdropping over on two guys chatting in the pub. And this yeah. is what com- normal conversations are, they go everywhere. There's no bloody shape or reason to them. It's just I will say go listen to Rage way. Rage. They do it better than anybody. Okay. okay. It, it, it's it's
1: in uh they're they're great, they're they're great guys, just great guys. Okay, so we're gonna play this. We're not gonna play all of this, but this really shows us Matteo Mancuso. He's from Italy, I think, is what they said he's from does that sound italian to you guys sounds it yeah um but in in this clip he's he's showing some of the various styles like they're showing some of the various styles he does so it's not just that weird picking thing he does or he's like playing a bass on guitar sort of thing but he's there's other things he's doing as well so he's got a few different techniques that he uses so let's just uh we'll play this and skip ahead if we need to or whatever
3: Mark (laughs) Knopfler. Yeah, Knopfler. He
0: doesn't use a pick.
1: Wait till he breaks into country. I gotta ask some questions wow. here. The guitar wow. player. So <laughs> I noticed he's using his thumb and he seems to have a a longer nail on his thumb. Is he Todd? Like Todd, Todd's the guitar player here, I guess. Like, what's
0: what w- the fuck's he picking on oh, his picking hand? <laughs> yeah. Well, his picking hand, I mean, he's he's doing Mark Knopfler solo is without a pick. Like he's this guy's just all over the place. <laughs> wow, he's got Holdsworth, he's got uh oh. Uh, that other guy's name? Oh, there's there's a couple of different influences I can hear yeah, it but
1: Demiola for sure. He's a huge oh,
0: Demiola De fan. He
1: does Demiola covers for sure. Yeah, Eric, because, Eric okay. Johnson in there as well. He's playing
2: that lick yeah. with yeah. of Dover. Like he played yeah, that straight that's on the, SG, the one, right? That's the one I was
0: yeah. thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that down pat. My God. Yeah. I mean, and Sean, I sent you the the clip of the aristocrats yes uh the guy playing if, if you if you want to listen to similar to this, this, this the other guy is just all over the place like he just doesn't stop he just go 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 it's like how <laughs> did your brain aren't you tired like there's no pause <laughs> button like it, it's like writing a run-on sentence without any commas like it just yeah. goes 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 like how do you write something like that yeah, yeah and, I a, and, and yeah. then he's got the click track with it like he's going with the beat and he's just bang on like he just yeah. blah, 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 blah. it's maybe, uh, I'll, maybe yeah. I'll put that on there whoops yeah that's crazy like it's like someone with um say no not uh
1: this guy here okay i'm gonna put this on here so we can take a listen to this and we'll get kevin's two cents on
0: it yeah i don't know what if it starts off
1: drummer's good
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Batch by tape groove.
2: the This cat's cool. I was opening up. <laughs> guys got two gear drums. <laughs> yeah. One one chained and one not, yeah. Johnny hey got yeah, one
3: it
1: oh god okay sorry jeez wow <laughs>
0: And, wow. and they and they play with such feeling. It's yeah. not just I'm just gonna just shoot a whole uh, just a machine gun full of notes, yeah. and we'll call that a song. No, these these guys are like, the feeling is is it, it's like you said. Like there's no lyrics to it, but it's, it's almost like he's singing with his guitar.
2: Yeah, and like you and- said, when you can when you can swing it like that, when you're playing funk, right? Because you've got yeah. that groove to it. This yeah. shredding over top, it just takes on a different, completely different life. That, that bass player is really good too. Oh, great. Yeah, man, they're, tight. <laughs> they're tight. Well, they're tight. But got... it's true. The auto wire makes everything sound cooler. <laughs> That's just a fact. <laughs> they got yeah, they concerts on here. I'm going to be watching. Yeah, you should them. definitely send that to me, man, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll send you. I'll send. Actually, I'll send it right now. Well, actually, I'll, maybe I'll do the concert here and I'll send that to you.
2: All right. I'll man
0: you. The aristocrats. Agreed. <laughs> All right. There it is. and in the background when you're working <laughs> yeah you kind of lose what you're doing You, can, you can saying, just oh! get flags. an hour's gone by <laughs> yeah
2: here, let's dump it in here definitely yeah man. cool beans that wow, was good yeah my brother will love that too oh okay well it's that weird thing though too because i prefer typically i like steve rayvon i like i like the guys who play with a ton of feel who can still play. Like they're still technically brilliant guitarists, but when you get someone like that, who, like you said, he's playing with a ton of feel, but he's playing a million notes as well, and that's a, such an odd combination to be able to be both in one, in one song. That's like, crazy. Oh, my God. Do we have so much more to talk about? Hang tight. He's going to be back next week, but
1: before you sign out of this episode, I need you to stay here, and I need you to listen to what's playing next. Inadvertently to us, I had no idea... I knew Kevin was a musician. Of course, I knew that. I knew he was talented, but I hadn't didn't know he was making his own music. And um, I received this after the episode was recorded. And I really, really want you guys to hear this. This is uh, one of his songs. Uh, Kevin Brown. Boy, I don't know how, how easy it is to find on streaming, but he's up there. Maybe I'll provide a link here. That you can follow. But anyway. This is one of his original songs. I can't remember. This one may or may not have a music video for it. But. um, Take a listen. This is fucking awesome. (laughs) Great guest. And then you realize he's actually a musical genius. In the same. Like. In the same breath. Like god damn it. Anyway. Kevin we love you. Take a listen to this song. Hope you like it. And come back. For the next episode. With part two. With Kevin Brown. We'll play another song of his in the next one.
4: Bye. When you're staring out of your window, tell me what you see. Do you see him driving away to be where he'd rather be? When the kids are crying for daddy and you wipe their tears away. Do you ask yourself why you're Remember listening and we'll see you next week
3: and bye bye. have a good day fans
0: of the Sean Geek Podcast this is the Core Geek talking at you did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right head on over to seanmcginnady.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page you'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts totes, masks and more and best of all A portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.